who moved in their usual way and as if they had some regular duty here, and they did. To deliver this man to the level, as stated, K. A small door appeared lit only by the seam to show that there were electrics inside, and perhaps life he thought. I mean who would power the electrics, and perhaps there was heat. It was dimly cold and wet outside, and he'd hoped for perhaps a cocoa once they'd arrived at a resting spot. The door opened and a middle-aged woman motioned them in. Inside was just a couch, and a television which was not turned on, and he sat as was motioned to do so, and they left. He fiddled with the couch and sat for a bit, then decided to lay down and wait for something else to happen. His eyes closed. Closure, he thought to himself, as in close again, and now on a couch. He'd just left his bed, and how? Odd he couldn't remember. What about the night before? Still nothing. Though he recognized his own pajamas. They were a gift, for he'd never consider wearing clothes to bed until people started buying them at holidays. Birthday. His mind sprang a bit. Yeah, he remembered that. Well the word anyway, but forgot the date. Hum. He hummed to himself. The couch was comfortable still, and still, and as he was, was noticing the something nothing around him was as familiar as his memory of forgetfulness. He was kind of enjoying the non-enjoying and hoped it would last for a while too, when a chime chimed. Your up popped in the young women, through a door which appeared only momentarily and lingered lit and hopeful for his arrival through it and onto something new and perhaps exciting. I wouldn't bet on it the young women held the door open still. Oh, what? Exciting, isn't it you'll think to yourself as you walk towards me and perhaps it will be, but I've never seen it her eyes bobbed a bit over his pajamas. He was noticing that everybody was noticing his pajamas including himself and he smiled now and turned up towards the lady and decided to make a change. James, he offered a glance over her in his hand to shake it if she was so undesirable to do so. Oh she shook his hand and her lips stilted towards a similar smile in a manner liking to him. Your new home is it? Last one left you behind? Well we've got you here and in the now she offered a bit more of herself as light conversation. Oh, well good, I mean. It's nice to. I mean. See. I mean look at you. Still human right? Aren't we? A bit more of that and we'll all be in to spring in no time she beamed a bit more here come along and listen. And put her arm around him as they both walked into the level while she let the door close behind them. There is more conversation through here, and there. And. She motioned there. The ideas are sorted throughout but I think you will find they're color-coded to your liking. At least I think so. The mats are for player playfulness, not resting, and the coffee pot is locked up. But I'll get you a cup if you'd like. Caffeine at this time of night though, I wouldn't recommend it, but some do. Just up ahead the hallways were opening and rooms became larger, with a twisty maze of passages broken off from left to center and they appeared to light up as he saw people walking around and through them, with some evidence of direction. Some were carrying notebooks and others simply appeared and disappeared in their gowns without shoes, of varying colors. Yes, I'd love a cup. It'll just get me started yet no. I mean it was a long. He'd forgotten about the bus. He'd forgotten about the door he'd remember this place, surely. And he looked over to her to see what she was about to say. Synaptic haptics the stated in plain technical language. 
It's the engine which runs this place. Thought up by thought itself. Kind of a miracle it works at all, and that's kind and to the point. You'll discover in a second and she handed him a coffee. It was black and sweet, and a bit artificial tasting, and he sucked at it and it was warm and he kept the cup at his side and thought to speak. So what do you do here? I mean besides this he attempted a light bit of conversation he was sort of used to, in these types of situations which had now become rare enough. I bring the people who power the machine, and you're it. Would you like to know more? Because I would. We all would, and the last one just fired. Oh good there's still some in there, I thought I'd have to push you in the chute, but things seem to still be functioning. Shoot. Shoot. Oh that there. Well I wouldn't jump in there, it's frightening you'd have to push me. They both smiled. Yes, that's what I do, normally. But we have some time, would you like to take a walk? They did walk, around the outside, as it was in this place of interior. And occasionally they saw some people, and mostly it just hummed, and they talked. And she reminded him of some of the tools of coping he'd forgotten, and while he didn't need coping now, he thought he might, and might remember, and if anything it was that, and her smile and they carried on about the place, and, well about the place and what it was for and for whom and why indeed and however and so and so about who the guy was walking, and then about the drawings on the walls they were passing, and the variety of colors which were always just on the sides of them as they passed through each space. Things were indeed warm at this moment, and he looked at her again, this time with familiarity and friendship, and was hopeful they could stay together for some time more, and that they'd discover this place and see it in the new light, and carry each other on in conversation and fluidity and that it would be good for the pair of them. If you'd like was her verbal response to his non-verbal reckoning. It's more and more like yourself the more you put into it, you'll find that, and it'll find you, and bit more at a time while we're all comfortable, and that's the idea she smiled jokingly. The idea she repeated it's just that's the point of this place. Of you, the idea. Welcome to level K. We're off to a good start, I thought you might. And here we are. Fab. If you have any more. I'm keen to listen she listened. Hear that warble up ahead? That's you. We'd best keep be walking while it's still an idea and she took his hand, perhaps warmed by the coffee, but very likely by the idea of a place to have something, and hold it gently, and that wasn't the artificial sweetener talking. This place was a good idea, and he smiled to himself as gently as she touched his fingers, and carried himself up a bit with her, to the level as it lit up and fired and the visuals became deeper and he even touched the walls sometimes and they glowed, and he looked at her and she glowed, and it was pretty damn magical for this time of a lifetime to discover her in such a place, and so they flowed into it, and it flowed, and when they stopped, it still happened around them, and when then moved, there was a bit of zippiness, but it stayed with them. Well, we've reached 88 lines of code she stamped her feet gently as he just noticed her light shoes for the first time you know that's your little joke, and it's time for punch up punch tape light conversation. Here let's put on a bit of music. Thanks for the idea. The music came on and they smiled and continued on to walk and silently talk a bit, observing the synapses which fired in the vision which appeared on the walls, and it was fine and on and on they wanted to go. Which was a good start. I have a little joke too. He finally said out loud. Oh? You were fired. 
and he dove into her and kissed her everywhere at once. Illuminating the entire place with a spark which went off into every direction, just for a second, which seemed like the life and worth living for that instant and a lifetime, and instantaneously it was and is. At just a little synaptic joke, he grinned at her. She was still lit up and look at her arms, throw back she grinned, and welcome to the happenings of haptics. You have made a great day egg drop butter stop drop on. That's funny coming from you. The next one's better. And it was, and was again, and again. And they fired each synapse they chose, and sparked with love at each quarter of an idea that made them look at each other, in their eyes, or eyes to any part that needed sparking, and they understood, for that was this place, and they continued and met each other and stayed themselves of course, and sometimes carried each other on in lighter conversation, or as they overheard the walls talking to them, and then they would suddenly smile and it would happen again. They banged on the brain walls just for the fun of it, and fell over as they were toppled about, and onto each other. And that made them laugh more and they rolled around and stayed here and there for a bit more each time, and sometimes they ran, if it was their choosing. And sometimes they posed and talked about the art which should be here and over there and sometimes they saved each other from a dull dream of underthinking, or over non-participating, and they had now and continued to begin, and know they had always been with each other, as electrics. And electrics didn't falter. Not here in this purity of space, and space gap they fired it, and fired it again. And rang a bell and kicked the walls and made it jump and they tuned an orchestral of sound, and it rang through the chambers and they found the corner of this place, and would create anything they wished for a time and time again, which they found with each and again too. And it was good. Dash. The preceded Arikolodit modis are built and maintained for the inspirational inspired set of living juxtapositional elements which bring rocks to the ocean and women into fluffy places where cuddly was in fact, invented. Maintained with jester lews of material speculatory. We shine on the dark where we believe it's for two and a half feet of tubing with the heat meant just for the now and now again, as needed. Take two. Aqua Q. A cold room square, squared by motion and turns. Dot. Provided to you, the music. Always on, summoned where it is pronounced produced profound and found again, in briefs and briefly, under worn in and at and about. Dot. Just a hint, is what needed of the what is. Love. Dot. Flavored, of multiplied and for hours and hours and keyed up treasured playful and directed produced and acted out from within the opposites track and attract the each of each other, from mother of earth grounded and wired up to find. Dot. Few and far to given to like a well, well off and on an alternating, the signal which provides the continuous loop, envisioned, endoscoped and periscoped as in a submarine, sandwiched and fixed food the good of a fine wine, strung, taut and sewn into our hearts, as a single blood cell, which travels with us, making us all perfect at each time we choose for another. Dot. We find, and we do. Each moment with another is precise and precious and the will and well-known are also delicate at the needed and just, what are we saying now? Oh. Dot. It is said, as it is said here, that continuity of love is akin to just that, our likeness, liked, and based in a thick active element which is our universal, pluggable, playable, and well, just in that. 
Dot. So how and just was love a discovered, and rediscoverable, and often in that, seasonally, as if a little hint from the rest who remembered, said the birds and the bees, as they flap and color themselves and find new home each and every time. Dot. Words are simple and enough for just a time and just shy of that, even, and as a practice, becomes, and strengthens within each of each reassertion of the kind of kind that makes us whole. Dot. These words are few and many and, pang dot the at times if only to say enough of talk in the o's and your so on and on and how can we meet if not in spaces first and more spaces now and again later and on and carried, like our own bodies as we walk and run and think of who the other needs and is needed and so the burst of bursts of this equation is so instantaneous and perfect and ongoing, that life itself depends on this very fact. And it is a fact. It, in fact, is the reason which we have, fact. And this again is the answer you've been seeking and have always found and looked at it with the only part you nor anybody else can see, and that is the beginning of everything, which would burst apart if it was seen and not observable as perfect. Well it would just break somebody's heart to think it wasn't known as truth and perfection. And you know who that is. I know you do. And with that bit of a flurry of realization in a streamy moment, you have reached this brief place where you can just imagine that part in all of us at every moment in every aspect of the all of every glow of light which touches or stretches the universe to touch another, just once as once is an infinity of laughter of the second part of the joke, which made us laugh so hard we had to make another, and another, and another and another and another and so many others for this experience to share. That we cannot stop at any time in any foreseeable unfutter of unplanning of unknowingness for the fruit which now grows and is well polished and placed wherever you choose for it. The labor is that work in the trough will fill with the light to feed those and those again. You see, I should be out there, up and about and front through and yonder ponder as requited and yet and for, it shall be, cased in casings. Vestibules will carry this message from the ATM tubing through to a system we needed ever build again, for it is simple and just and is and always is. Dot. From the bones and vessels of love with hearth this is still in moving about and about the Isle of Man this city by the Bay or San Francisco. The nexus, of all places to be, world and wide-eyed, this is Aqua Q. nothing yeah interesting interesting you hear what you just said here goes nothing this is radio qrzx station one radio qrzx station one qrzx station one station one Station one, station one. Oh, so 
was the slight offshoot of Radio 11, with your host AquaQ, and coming up next was Finry of an afternoon, a slight bit of weather and traffic and perhaps some light news and we hope you will join us this Monday at 5pm on mutinyradio.fm for the reprisal of Radio 11 now and again forever we find the bits leading to the book called .text, the very legend and non-ending forward towards the epilogue of a wizard's pocket, and to be printed by a weather station under the Amazonian rainforests, if that is your preference. As in the referral of referential ascent entry like the HTTP metacode which brings you to a WRE.FM and as well for the 24-hour broadcast of Moron and About Justin Fine Living, now this.
Rumbleside was stepped up and forwarded. Jest and jested. The honest tonal reason of the gerund is here and now and in kind and kind and of and light and that of the other for the one towards many. Planked up sauciness on and on. Barbecued up, but panned left and cake gentle lie as in man me's time to be. And just a bit that and forward, you've reached station one, the gentle offshoot of Radio Eleven. And this, your host, he brings you to a light supper, tweet it out, and can join the head on us, which is your Siamese. Twin gently as towards the discovery, and full and backspacings are available, B, E, and E to ponder, stick, and save time. Nine and one, this is his aqua cue.
dug and joint with the jest loose of said and said naught coupled lightly and slightly left of the thames we bring your lights up at your nor discourse caused up coarse as in the sea and salted to cry baby one fiddle made down the line and forward and up perfection is only continuity in the time not observed and so look slight and gently away and just forward this is the very mappy curboxy slightly offset off shoot combinatory non-sediment shift a bit naught to the e f and seven backwards towards for and ordered up gentle might as in just again and full stop this is qrzx station one for two eula and the life ever and ever after this is aqua q and re-ediment of texts here now Earth irony, literally in quiet, and quiet, at night when the magnetics turn upward and the plants see it. I forgot when they come alive, most and mostly quiet too, and perhaps the chatter maddens them, thought likely it does not, as they are focused downward in these moments, looking at the new life to make from the soil, as are all the plants and other vegetation on the ground. And the early worm, yet to come, gets eaten was a joke my friend said, and that is a pretty instantaneous return to earth for that little creature to work for us again, and it does dot a. And so we're so unclose to earth in these moments and that is what is needed most and the earth knownness and the irony is in fact the iron at our core, so dense that nothing can pass through it and so think to make it doubly so, and yet it's so heated that it moves, and moves with us, and we, perhaps thus move it, so to encourage others to move. And movement is our living in the planet's living, and so as an entity we are the antenna for it, perhaps to just float around and let the other planets know that it's alright for the time, being and being as it is is perhaps an envy of other planets, though likely not as we don't yet have an onomatopoeia for planetary systems, and just how oddly they would talk if they could, as we do, and they must have a lot on their minds. And they may be sad to note that we won't make their surface as alive as we can be, or perhaps we go there already, as systems of push and pull combined with the all of us to notice them, and light travels well as it does, light and dairy. In particular particles of non-particulates, as in Jeezy's easy KT. The radio chimed in. Hugh dialed in a setting and placed it on the table. Ari appears across and they unlisten for another blip and another. While we're waiting, Q, tell me more about the planet again? You know, the other one. Q fiddled as he never does with his pocket and looked at the horizon for a gentle bit. The story continues. After a pause, of which is the interrupt of ourselves to each other for each other or to rectify the current which is now and ironic and then gluonic microtonic just gluconic and all the chemicals which interrupt electrics, the nowity is transformed stepped down, and directed, as in DC, and currently, those lines are drawn on our earth as person to person, all the while the ionic alternating twist of ground plus the other two unfalter as we are still switching from day to night and night to day all the time, from each side of our planet, and as global globules, our types of types are typed and typecast into characters and then words and sentences to sentences, taped up and played as a loop loped and seen on this light table and photographed, developed. It a wonder, it's in color, like we dream in full motion without framing, or just to the left or right, 
dead centered is ne'er a place to be, only to appear to walk as we take in sidelines as our direction. And it's calm, this time life and the other, but mostly life, thankful for that, for which the evidence that is the other is not well for the any, or any matters or facts about it, it's an on-hold bummer, and just thinking about it, for our planet, hence ourselves, is a power suck of the kind to atrophy synapses clogged and not cleared for lack of love, or the temporary displacement of such a creature, as known sometimes for some and always for very even and few though it would and should be all the time, if just, and just a bit more and more, to realize that's all we really are to the planet, how else would it know, us? A postulation of complete and fully totality of love at every non-measured second, which aren't really seconds as it's a continuity of a loop of time, and that time and those times and these times are all the time, and all this time, and time is all of everything, and so. The gaps between these times and those times are the spacings in our brain's memory, as an animal of itself, feeding on patterns and making little nests to visit, and who does the brain visit beside ourselves all the time? To escape a brain leaves a mass of atoms to be held or used or abused by another, and this brings us to psychoactive medication, as not understood by science whatsoever, and thrown into bags and into people's heads so as to appear to function in an normality which does not exist, and never existed except the shared belief that is might, and those thoughts carry on, and to be the same all the time throughout time is normal? What a stunt! and stunted in the actual living going on his hands so protected and so secretive for fear of these patients, though patiently treated and treatable to participate, and with likely, well we provide sometimes without true love, and we do so for the fact that we love, and to provide what is desired, and some people desire to be normal, or desire to be around people who seem to be, that we create that through chemistry at times when we cannot buy our own chemistry, which should be the natural kind and kind. If there was any a medication which has trodden our supply of chemicals it is those that maintain a presence in water, mucking up even in odd electrics when it should barely pass through a distilled or purity of such a combined gassed set of particles, as friends. Water is our first friend, after the electrics of course, and water is so good a friend, that wherever it travels it maintains a body, as it maintains our body, and bodies of, multiplied, and the electrics are for our brains and our hearts, which do not contain water, and the heart is our blood and the brain are our very slight and unsighted boxes of chemicals, in a shop tinker and drive ourselves around as desire, and what is that desire besides and alongside the desire of others, and our planet, again and again and again, the same message, love and be alive, although it's much simpler than that even and not odd at all, that is the flip side, the return, when you give back, to ground, and that is our cycle. Precipitously, the water too, cycles, and the skies try and clean our muckery and divide out our messes into minerals, which are then rock, make their own lattices and settle down, and run through the stream beds for the fish to turn all sorts of iridescent colors. Perhaps so they can get laid and perhaps it's so they can be seen by a bear and eaten, fruitfully. And so we're in cities now, which is good, though the ground which helps us travel fast near lets us travel with full effect of our purpose, with a bit of waste and more and more of that as we put the earth on hold, like a cell call that we're barely listening to as we drive to a place we believe will make us happy, or make us a collection of papers and things to make us happy, and they do, and they make us. And it's not by choice, although choice brings us to it, 
at least once, and once was all that was required for the particular loop of tape to start. And we're still in in this night, and many things could be said about the air, and our conditioned conditioners, and how the water hangs about, or perhaps the fog which sometimes rolls in by the bays who allow themselves to populate with the people who desire such a climate. And it is people, through dreamery, at least somewhere, no, that create our weather and here in San Francisco we're known for it, in pictures and pictured, and thought carries us so far, that very truly a visitor who expects fog will get it for that morning they expect it so purely and honestly, we know that is the time, perhaps he should be a weatherman for that instant, unpaid and absolute, but who would believe him and who would we call and how would that change the weather? Perhaps it's good that those paid never get it right. And Q grinned a bit at Arya. Yes this was coming from the radio, and they just listened for the bits which rolled to a meter, and the tonality of the voice and the tap-tap, in key-keyed and not too keyed up to deliver a purity, as in our sans and just why did we think that? Sans. I know it must be thinking of something else. Hugh tapped the boxy metal and it carried on. A consciousness. Known in vocality is our place to keep a voice which is true, by either its gently honesty or its voice so pure and truthful that it cannot be heard or only as an idea, a continuous idea which to say it so is too complex, but honestly it's the truth which moves each electron and in our synapse makes it fire, because that is its choice, option key as it were, the one you have to know about to tap it out on a keyboard, with shortcuts to get you there on demand and faster than anybody else because you know and it provides a continuity to keep and love in continuity, and ever and onward, etc. Dot. 44 lines this time about, and that's half the other in twice the space, as spread and out and about it all the time that this is that and the other are continued in continuations. Coded justly and while to say it is time, is always an evident, it may be quite well to know that a time to cease is never mostly ever a time to stop any form of truth and as known truth doesn't speak, nor make silly contractions to save time, or perhaps it does like that shortcut, shorthand long idea, tap tap machinery in room where what is said is absolute truth, and how else to record it but to say it in the efforts utilized to type up these messages, is and should be by a trained professional who would never work in an environment of untruth, as she or he may falter at the keys, and that would be known. Perhaps a special drop in the letter L again, so deft and non-obvious that you need to look at the printed paper to see the discrepancy and pauses in the actual ink on the paper, where truth was misspoken and interrupted a cycle of electricity, as it was carried around and loosened like a string temporarily forgotten. It's time to vote soon, and as we should and be participants all the time, though those set aside in buildings to shield their hearts from us. Or perhaps they need their hearts to work for each other to make things a better place, and to know is ours and theirs and they are us. And wouldn't it be nice? Well and well politics is a funny beast in this day and every day and age and our news is certain knows it is in itself and now even embocked and injected simultaneously and when we look from our past and present we may report in our usual fashion knows to provide all sides, and that has very likely skewed the news from even the B.F. Skinner Day's approach, as advertised. They may say in small print with large images and a characteristically fake able timbre of inflection, an eye contact into a machinery that was designed for looks, and to be looked at, direct and directly although it comes in airwaves and not direct as person to person current and currently, current. 
and they're on the other side of town? Dot. It's a funny time, to be a planet, again and again we may now say to it as discoverable. And making the best out of it is what we do, and do, well, well. And a falter, like the stenograph is noticed in ink on sidewalks, and on walls and buses and although cleared, is visible under each layer where it has been seen before, and even painted on with our minds and animated, as in that puddle again with a trapped avatar, or was she just, that she was seen in a light which warbled to a whim of anther she was trying to help, and luckily a cope was not thrown into the reflection to walk across. Dot. And, as with truth, like the random number collector from a computer system, the content which is driven off its generator is weighable, and by the creator whose mind may tire of a particular topic, or perhaps it is the listener who tires, or cares as much as the author gives to each present and presently electrically observable atomic lattice of creaturity. This has been aquacue from the labs of Isle of Man and a continuation of continuity, as it were, and brought to you by the letter L, in a timely piece of time piece piecery of the kind that lays down, chips. The list goes on in this derimy punchy bit at the end is just the next bit's beginning. Well, it's 111, menu table minutes of a past tense little side alley in the unspoken tangent which was a clubby club frequented with a pair of headphones in a mass in separation and a perception of separation until interrupted noisy silence and the visual is slightly painful in these moments to hold and tap about, and that is how we cease for a brief fired second. And time as materials. Here we go. Perhaps the editor would be, now and in kind. Aqua QC3W. the eid of the said of the inclined reclined and attention grabbing of the nessus of non-reason, or what is it, now and in a bit before and forward hence. The transfer of said materials between sky and ground, well and well as in the cylindrical whole of non-holy, or perhaps just, is the ground up from what is seen from left to center, and not from a bit more right and about of a need to a want and the excess in proceeding processional. It was that kind and day. This the Monday marker of the just past a missed lunch or perhaps it was a well one. The robot spoke. Was as fun as in the ones meant for iPhone holiday parties, in a factory of cheese not meant for kind and gentle rats drawn up from a notebook? It was. And is and more and forward, as in to send along, and long wished up, and right again. The fiction of levity is only the beginning of a sedentary of the bobble hotter not bondle frond and we are in about that all the time, if you know. Action to fervor is just our heavenly ways and saying, it's just a bit of now and remembered for a bit more of later, and so. Full stop. The preparations of infrastructure are well and about this way, although not as too automated to a wished standing point of salted reason for slow and just moving, it is. Well, what is it? And will it be maintained or remembered or remembered again, for myself and others to see plainly and utilize in the forever point of time and framing, and will it be understood? Thoughts brief to a point that exercise should produce the threading of the what led in serial to what would be next if it were so, and so. Those writing this down may also be in a past catch-up caught singleton of thinking motive reasoning to slow and steady a hand for the understated and we do. 
The weather should be a bit still, but righteous and settling in mid-space head space, the where and about as in the actual and not the dimly stated nor vector drawn to accelerate beyond a meat pie means of newy sauciness. Not all it means the squared times of non-failure age. So what are we actually on and about this fair on the earth of the today eddy, and I mean that towards the stuffery of animal crackers, like those that were the vanilla wafers before the chomp. The future, transactionally balanced is where the equal signs are not to bother, towards the continuation of that function and those function which non-derive and drive a graphing calculator with stucky tape, magnetic and visualized in the line alignment of metallic particles, still and so and in motion too. It's what we write save quit, and at just 22 lines of mod botter code. The punch-up is the lead foot in a racy car carted folded neatly into our universe and electrically, stable but not gated as in a square wave, nor sent to the racetrack. We find. Do we? Oh yes. We do. And so to brief and debrief is to pause a played up button, for the attention to be settled, to mint and that is all for now. A light deseration today, to re-speak is all and about this and only, the lightly tender dial of the in and about man, and its accompanying garanating, this is Aqua Q. And now we continue the Nesses of non though towards for and about action, your station, not stationary, yet written, do consider a donation, in time and just, to the comedic plight of our preceding listener, the laugh out loud is both painless and the opposite, if one drifts slightly into a mood of another without causal reasoning, so a cash settlement may settle a stomach towards the in and about, and that is head ready too, and we find, don't we hear now, the continuation of mutiny radio, and the carry on and about of self non-profess, professor, as in the ex or binomial, Pasco-driven on slighted box of ooziness. This has been Radio 11, and your host, Aqua Q. Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. South Van S. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer. Burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
uh, every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m. rock and roll only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday 2 to 2 come on down have some drinks with us we've got whiskey Wednesday tequila Tuesday and we've always got the Steve McQueen special shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So 
you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from 4 to 6 at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Don't worry. THC. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't know if you can hear um, is the mic's on. Is the mic on? I really can't hear it. No oigo el pinche. No oigo el pinche mic. How's everybody doing? Mutiny. Yo, make some fucking noise, man. It's fucking Thursday night. It's the first night of this festival. I'm out here. My name is Pedro Andrade. And uh, yeah, we're coming for these jobs too. So keep that in mind. That's what's up, man. No, no, but give it up, man, for all the comics you saw earlier. Give it up for the people in the back. I think they're recording a podcast. You, if you need to smoke weed, you got to go outside. Oh, okay, my bad. Oh, we can smoke weed inside now? Ten minutes ago, I was told I couldn't. I had to go outside and smoke weed. What kind of shit is that? So I think this showcase is called I Am Not White. Is that what it's called? Politics are funny, I am not white. I don't know if you could tell about Pedro. Pedro is not white. He is not a white. He's a he's a he's a rather large character, though. Uh, one of the things that you know trips people out usually is uh, they'll ask me, Pedro, how'd you get so tall? Are your parents tall? Your brothers and sisters tall too? And I always have to reassure them, no, the rest of my family's regulation size Mexican. They can all play soccer and shit. <laughs> the only one that grew. And sometimes people still be like, yo, well, how the fuck did you get so big? I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe my mom had an affair with one of the hottest globetrotters. I don't know. <laughs> Either that or around December 1976, somebody in Michoacan, Mexico, booked Sinbad. And it went well. And it went really well for him, though. What's up? I got off stage the other day. Someone told me I looked like Fidel Castro invaded a Ross dress for less. What's up with that, man? Love the honesty, though, man. I'm uh, I'm from Portland. I'm here visiting from Portland. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give it up for Portland. Yo, give it up for my man Buddha. Smoke Buddha. Smoke Buddha. Smoke Buddha. He's gonna be taking pictures all night. High definition. High by definition. How about that? High by definition. What was I talking about, man? <laughs> hey, so yeah, so this showcase is called uh, Politics Are Funny. I am not white, and you're gonna see some funny ass fucking comics come up here and just tear shit up. This is my first festival. This is my first ever festival. It's my first time in San Francisco. Yeah, I just ate an edible. I drank at Bob's or is it Pops? I drank. I was up there at Pops. I had a couple beers and a couple shots, man. That was dope. 
And uh, here I am, drunk as fuck, hosting a fucking drunk and about to be high and hosting <laughs> my first ever showcase, my first ever festival. Thank you, Pam, for having me, man. I'll get to jokes eventually, don't worry. So yeah, so I'm from Eastern Washington, but I live in Portland now. I come from uh, an area in Washington called Tri-Cities, Washington. It's a, it's got a lot of the, like, it's a, it's a large Latino community there. It's a lot of agriculture. Um, I've been living in Portland for about four years, and I feel like Portland's starting to rub off on me. I say that because the other day I caught myself referring to America as ill-gotten instead of just stolen. <laughs> I'm using words like refer and shit. And then like people back home, when I go visit, they notice, you know, that like I was at a bar recently and uh, visiting over the holidays and the bartender at one point looks at me, he's like, hey, dude, you sound, you're, you're starting to sound like a whitewashed Mexican. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's like a Mexican cat that's trying to either act white or whatever. So I said to him, hey, cabrón, calma la wey, no tampoco no te mandes culero. Como que whitewashed Mexican wey. He just looked at me confused. He didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> so I was like, hey, that's colonized Mexican to you. <laughs> then I ordered an IPA, <laughs> some tater tots, and a side of ranch. <laughs> you know, tell me what the fuck to eat. I'm an old cat, like, you know, like I'm, I just turned 40 last September. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, you know, that was like a, a, a compliment heckle. <laughs> that was like, like, I, I was going to say something rude back, but then I was like, no, dude, like, she just compliment, they just complimented you. Thank you very much. Throwing me off. Are you, are you like a professional heckler? You're like, I'm going to get him with a compliment first, <laughs> and then I'm going to tell him that he's not funny. Where's all my Latinos at? For real, man. Working, huh? They ain't got time for this shit. I figured there'd be more than just one, than two. They're working hard, they ain't got time for this shit. It's what's up, man, it's what we do, we work. We work, man. What was I talking about? I completely forgot. Oh yeah, so I just turned 40 in September, and uh, I was talking, you know, cause you get down on yourself, you start getting older, obviously, and uh, I was talking to my coworker, my coworker was like, don't even sweat it, Pedro. Your 40s are, like your, are a lot like your 20s nowadays. I was like, dog, I gotta start doing coke again? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. You guys do the online dating thing? Yeah, I do the online dating thing. My best friend, he doesn't believe in that shit. He, he prefers to meet women the old-fashioned way. And it's working out for him, man. I found out he's fucking my abuelita. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Should've known something was up a couple couple months ago when they started calling me mijo. <laughs> telling me I should settle down and shit. You know what I mean? Say he didn't notice me not being happy. I was like, dog, what are you doing? But yeah, so politics ain't funny, or politics, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> politics are funny. I actually was just dating someone and I found out like a couple of weeks ago they, were, they voted for Trump. Oh. Yeah, I know, man. Talk about finding out late. But she said, I only voted for him to keep Hillary Clinton out of the White House. I was like, yeah, I know how voting works, man. (laughs) 
you can't justify voting for a racist with uh I didn't want his opponent to win. That's not that's not Got to give up for uh, one thing about Trump though, not the smartest president, but turns out really good at division. Hey, listen. This is my first festival, guys. <laughs> it's my first time in San Francisco. I just got the light. I think I went over. I think I'm burning the light now. That's that's what I'm doing right now, man. I think we might be on air. I th- are we fucking on air? San Francisco! I left my heart in San Francisco. I don't even know how the song goes. Frank Sinatra sings that shit, right? San Francisco is dope, though. Like, I love, compared to Portland, I love the diversity of San Francisco. Like, today, man, I was just walking around, people speaking Spanish, people speaking Chinese, people speaking Japanese, people speaking Russian, people speaking Portuguese, people speaking to themselves. I mean, I love it. (laughs) I love it. Your first comic is here from Los Angeles, man. Just ready to tear shit up. Give it up for my man, Kevin Paniagua. Hello, guys. Uh, You know, my doctor recently said, or he told me that I have high cholesterol, and he said that anything that gets my heart rate going is considered cardio, and I should do more of it. So what I'm doing now is, instead of working out, I do a lot of uh, cocaine. (laughs) Because it gets my heart rate going, and it gets me sweating. I've done so much cocaine in my life that I lost my sense of smell. And every time I walk into a kitchen, I take a deep breath, and I wonder, like, are they cooking cocaine in here? You know something, guys? Um, I don't, I don't date women that fart. I marry them. And the reason being is because one of my ex-girlfriends, she used to hold in her gas a lot, and what happened was that she poisoned gassed herself from the inside. It's 2018, and a lot of people discriminate people that fart, but I don't. Like if I hear gas going off, I look, I make eye contact with the person, and I commend them for their bravery. (laughs) It's 2018, we can't continue to holocaust ourselves from the inside, guys. You gotta let the gas out. You have to let it out. Uh, My spirit animal is an oyster. Because um, I have a pearl inside of me I have a pearl of cocaine that has accumulated (laughs) over the years. Like, I may be brown on the outside, but I'm white on the inside. And I behave as such, guys. Like, I recently recently started working in a tanning salon. And pretty much what I do in this tanning salon is I stand outside and I tell people I got my tan here. (laughs) I'm pretty much their mascot, is what I'm saying. And you know, like a lot, a lot of people say that that the sun gives you cancer, and I've been on, on the sun, out in the sun for a long time, and I just don't buy it. So what I what I did is I researched this fact. Like, does the sun give you cancer? And I came to the conclusion that it was false, guys. The sun doesn't give people cancer. The sun gives white people cancer. <laughs> so you guys gotta be careful, guys. You know. Uh, uh, I consider myself 
more of a poet than a comedian. I consider myself more like Shakespeare. Although I, uh, I do have a lot of pride. I'm sorry, guys. The edibles are starting to kick in. <laughs> I consider myself more like Shakespeare than Richard Pryor. Although I do have a lot of priors. <laughs> but I don't let my priors define me. I don't let my priors define who I am because when I was in jail, all I was doing was reading and educating myself. Like I was even reading while I was getting butt raped. And even, and even though my forehead kept hitting the book and I kept losing my place, I never gave up. So never give up on your dreams, guys, is what I'm saying. Because if I didn't give up, and then you guys give up, then who's the bitch? <laughs> who's the bitch? You know, like, oh, back in LA, we have a lot of strip clubs. But they recently opened this really cool strip club by my house. It's called Astronomy. <laughs> and it's really cool because it combines my two favorite things, you know, my love for ass and my love for the study of the universe. And as soon as you walk in, the first stripper you see, they call her Jupiter. And the reason they call her Jupiter is because she has this birthmark on one of her cheeks. And every time she bends over to pick up the tips, her stretch marks look like Jupiter. <laughs> and then if you walk further into the strip club, there's another stripper. And they call her Saturn. And the reason they call her Saturn is because if you pay her the right amount of money, then she will give you anal. That one doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how they explained it to me. That's how they explained it to me, guys. Good question. But if you go all the way to the back of the strip club, there's another stripper all the way in the corner in, a black, in the dark room, and they call this one, they call it Pluto. And the reason they call it Pluto is because she's not really a planet. She's a tranny. She's a tranny, guys. There's a lot of people in LA that are into that, and that's cool, you know. We're very open here, we're very open-minded. And I'm very high right now, guys. <laughs> very high. I underestimated 40 milligrams, you know. <laughs> it was probably because I was hungry, but I don't know. I don't know, guys. But do we know anything in this life? Is there anything that we know? I like to philosophize when I smoke or eat my weed, my reefer. I prefer to smoke it because the taste of it, you know, I like cocaine, so I like inhaling things. I like inhaling smoke and white powder. That's what I like to do. If I could snort my beer, I would. <laughs> I would, I totally would. But instead, I anally insert it. You know, guys, like, li life is hard, but we're tougher as a species, you know, because we've surpassed so many things. We've survived dinosaurs. We survived the Stone Age, the Metal Age. We will survive the Orange Age, guys. We will survive. Like that song, I will survive. That is us. That was an anthem to the human species. Because even if an asteroid hits this planet, we will survive. Even if there is no planet, 
our spirit will continue living in another planet. Or who knows? I don't know. I'm just making shit up now, guys, because... <laughs> Let me tell you guys something about, I no longer send women any dick pics because honestly, I think it's really rude and it's unoriginal. So what I started doing is instead of snapping a picture of my penis and sending it to a girl that I'm interested in, what I like to do is I get a canvas and I draw my penis using watercolors, <laughs> color pastels, just, you know, because women appreciate creativity, you know? It's so simple to just send a pic. But if you show her that you took the time to become artistic and to show her your penis using color pastels, it's amazing. And, you know, I recently started experimenting with point perspective so that... So that so that I could give my genitalia some depth. Because women love depth. They love a deep man. And that's what I want to show women. And yes, I am single because women don't appreciate the depth of my penis art. <laughs> but one day I'm gonna open an art gallery so that anybody can appreciate true artistry. True artistry, because what is true artistry? I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> but one day, one day we'll find out. Thank you, guys. Let him hear y'all. Kevin Paniagua, penis artist. I, uh, so this is uh, Politics Are Funny. I'm not white. I'm not fucking white. Um, who remembers when, like, when they first found out that Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Bannon was appointed to the White House National Security Council? Who remembers that? Right? I, I remember when I first heard that shit, I think I had the same reaction most, most Americans did. I was like, what the fuck is the National Security Council? Seriously. <laughs> I didn't watch, like, what season of the West Wing is that shit on, man? For real. Let me know, please. I got to catch up. Just saying, man. You know how we are here. America. Yo, Kevin, Kevin Buck? Kevin Buck, is Kevin Buck here? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so the edibles are kicking in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My man, Jay Wook. Actually, you know what, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, if I haven't actually met you, please come and say what's up because I don't, I'm, I'm visiting here from Portland and the edible just kicked in. So, is, are you Kevin? Yeah. Kevin Wook, 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 Wook. Okay, first of all, let's start over, let's start over, yo. Welcome to the stage, straight out of, are you from Portland? Where are you from, man? I'm sorry. No, no. From from Sacktown. Coming out here to the Muni Comedy Festival. Give it up for Kevin J. Wook. Come on, give it up for Steve Trevino, everybody. Steve Trevino. God. 
I know. It's, my name is Fuck with a W, okay? Uh, he was confused because he's like, no, nah, he's white and it's not him. And he doesn't look like he likes politics. Motherfucker, I like politics. <laughs> you know? He's on my side. I'm not going to fucking. Do- it's not good for me, though. Like, none of you guys like me. She just straight nodded. We just met. <laughs> She's like, swipe whatever the fuck side. She's like, I don't like him. Nah, he's not for me. Trump's not out there for, he's out there for rich people. I'm not the first person to say it, you know, but he really is. He's not out there for me. That's what he's here for. And this whole I'm not white part, I'm here to declare my non-white status. I'm ready to give it up. The guy from Trinidad's like, I'll take it. You keep giving us gold medals. That's all we want. (laughs) Fucking love that guy. Give it up for him. Come on. Gosh, gosh, it's really weird here. I love it. I love it. You guys are crazy. It's like the. Uh, this is why I got into comedy. You get in there like, here's some edibles, here's some shit. I wish we had money. <laughs> and I'm like, my shit's about to kick in too. So we're good. We're good. We're. Good. I love going on journeys like this. I just read a news article headline today, and the headline part, so that's all the information you're gonna get. It said, uh, people that do psychedelics, it could change them for the rest of their lives. See, she gets it. Yeah, you're the one person we know it changed for the positive. You know how many dog-faced Johnny homeless people I know that it did not work out for? He's like, help me, sure, bro. Perception is key. Perception is key. Uh, Keep filling out that dream board, homie. We're doing good. We're doing good. God, you know, I, the Letterman jacket, I like it. The rugby thing, I dig it. And the C is for cocaine. That's where I'm at right now. I was like, wow. And then the other, the Mexican dude comes up here and talks about cocaine. And he's, oh, thank you so much. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Mutiny Radio. Here, here, here. I can, oh. you, can, you can do I can do it. Oh. You can do both things. You can talk and take it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to cough, though. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) This is why. (laughs) But see, none of us are fighting. There's marijuana here. It's everywhere. You go to a Raider game, they're not smoking weed. They're killing people. That's what they're doing. That's why they're moving to Las Vegas. That's Trump's plan of getting rid of people. Let's just move the Raiders there. It'll take care of all the people that just go in there and they're down for debauchery and Jesus lives and we're good. I, one guy is like, I like Jesus. He giggled a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, San Francisco is a great place. But you guys drive. <laughs> no, I, I, you guys drive like New York light. Like you guys are half in, half out. All right, half of you guys are like, yeah, I'm a dick. This is how we fucking drive. And the other half's like, I just drew, I just made a nap. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Asian. Yeah, she gets it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not white. I'm not white. This is the show. It's a show. I, I'm glad you guys picked me for racial stuff because clearly this is great. <laughs> Even Amazon goes, you know you want a tiki torch. <laughs> You know, my Amazon has that voice too. See, the brother in the back's fucking laughing at my shit, so stop being guilty, white people. It's okay. <laughs> the guy from Trinidad's like, I just want your status, not your gold. <laughs> hey, bro, we in Silicon Valley. We want your cobalt now. <laughs> we add it. We add it. 
Gosh, my brother, he's in Japan right now. He's in the military. Okay, we're clearly not into politics at all. We're over it. First room ever. Give yourselves a hand for not clapping for the military. First room ever. Yeah, that's called a comedic cheap trick, and you're like, fuck you, Jay Wook. Your name's Kevin now. Fuck Kevin. I hate that guy. He hates the military. But no, my brother's in Japan. He's like, man, I just bought natural peanut butter. It's happened today. I can show you too. He's like, what's the fucking problem? Like, he buys weird shit. They got weird Kit Kats there because clearly Kit Kat, it's a fucking cool ass name in Japan. No, it's all marketing. That ain't racist at all. They go, oh, Kit Kat. Like, they fucking like it, okay? Like, here, if you had a Kit Kat or a Snickers, you're like, give me that fucking Snickers, dog. You know you want a Snickers over a Kit Kat. Over there, they're like, nuts, caramel, fuck you. Kit Kat. And that's what I've been told. I don't know if it's true. Some things are normal to me. They're not normal to other people. I don't know. But they sell a lot of Kit Kats. Anyways, he bought natural peanut butter. And I guess you have to stir it. You got this is San Francisco. You guys probably have, right? Yeah, yeah. And but they know as a consumer, you don't want to buy a jar where the top third is empty. So they fill it all the way up, and you have to stir it, and you lose hell of it, right? It just falls out of the jar. She's Pam's like, I catch it. I put my fucking bread right there. What was wrong with you? And then guess what? That's what I will tell my brother in Japan who's fighting for our freedom right now. And you still didn't clap for freedom. I fucking love you people. This is an uphill battle for me, so I don't give a shit. This is great. I'm on the I'm Not White political show. Yeah, put up the fat-looking white guy. It's going to be great. It's gonna, the only guy laughing is the black dude in the back. Like, And no one's listening. Usually he's the strongest dude ever. And you guys are like, whatever, San Francisco, we don't care. You guys don't. I drove in here, and it's all Verizon Wireless because this city deserves the best. Yeah, we're fighting wars in other places. Communication would be a lot more important over there, but hey, let's give it to San Francisco, Verizon. Let's give it here. Like, nothing bad happens here. And I'm like, do you think ever other cities have that shit? Like, do you feel like maybe you're being cheated on? Like, Verizon's not just good here. Maybe Portland, Kevin from Portland, maybe he has good Verizon. Yeah, I hear like, that's hella funnier than Jay Wook, too. <laughs> Kevin from Portland's my new fucking hero. I love that guy. Give it up for Kevin from Portland, guys. Come on. He he doesn't even exist, and you wouldn't clap for freedom. Fuck you guys. Seriously. Seriously. No, I do love you guys. I really do. I really do. It's the first time I buy cocaine from a white dude over a Mexican. I'll tell you that. Man, when he's like, I did cocaine in Columbia for the first time, like, yeah, that's like the perfect thing ever. Like, that, that's monumental. That's great. That's like doing, like having a time machine, you could do the first hit of acid. Like, the very first one. That, that's what you did. You got it right from the source. That's great. And then we got this Mexican dude talking about his, and he's the most mellowest dude ever, just talking like, yeah, I did this, and cocaine is great. And, and he's hella mellow. And I'm like, I think his cocaine was cut. <laughs> With heroin. <laughs> Dog, it wasn't the fucking edibles kicking in. It was the heroin. You're the most mellowest cocaine dude ever, but I would snort. I was thinking about that, too. They made snortable caffeine. Have you guys seen this? No, because they took it the fuck away. Yeah, they took it away for good reasons. I would fucking do it in a second. Like, I would snort. Co- like, I got pulled over. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Like, you, you, if you're high on caffeine, that's great. And But it's not okay to snort things. But 
What if it's an Advil? What if you snort an Advil? <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> I was waiting for Pam to go cut kicks in hella faster. <laughs> it's uh, it's all about the way it hits your brain real quick. You forget everything. And then Pam also forgot how many milligrams her edibles were in some way over here. Gosh. I, I, I had played with cocaine for a while. It's a fucking hell of a drug. You guys like cocaine? Yeah. yeah this guy. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's fucking cured now. He's like, yeah, it's fucking great. Nah, um, it, it, I love the sobering effects of it, like, like you're talking about, because I used to hate leaving my car places. This is all pre-Uber, right? And so now I'm at a state in my life where I debate if I'm still sober enough the next day to call Uber to drive my kids to school for me. But at the same time, I think that's baller as shit. So I call Uber anyways, because safety is my first priority. That's it. Hey, give it up for me. I'm Kevin. Not really. Jay Wook, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Thank you very much. That's why she fucking with me. I know she love me. Oh, she playing me that. And I tell her, no, no, what you really want to know. Give it up for Jay Wook, everybody. Out here for Sacramento. The stepson of anarchy in the house. Thought it would work. I don't know. It might work. So uh, San Francisco's a sanctuary city for immigrants, which is dope. Hell yeah, give it up. Give that shit up. So is Portland. Portland's a sanctuary city. Yeah. Too bad immigrants can't actually afford to live in that motherfucker, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's a funny shit, America! That's how it is, though, man. That's how it is in this país. Hey, was the compliment heckler? Did she leave the 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 compliment heckler? Did they leave? Hey, I want to just welcome you back. Thank you. You're doing a great job as an audience member. I just want to say that. Thank you for being quiet in the bathroom while we were getting ready. Just don't. Uh, so what's going on? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember alternative facts? You guys remember that the alternative facts thing, right? Yeah, alternative facts. Who remembers when that shit was called American history, though? (laughs) 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 Yo, man, the next comic is fucking hilarious here. (laughs) 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 That's what's up, man. Young George Costanza. Give it up for Young George Costanza. Young Costanza, what's up, yo? Hey, the next comic uh, recently moved to uh, to Los Angeles, out the Bay, and uh, he's very funny. Give it up for Kevin Monroe, y'all. That's how dope my set is. The mic dropped before I even got on. <laughs> Drop the mic, son. Nah, it's it's all good, man. Them edibles are a motherfucker, man. Uh, if you don't believe me, go to Kevin Monroe's Facebook webpage and look at the banner picture. It's me doing a show here a couple years back when I ate an edible and got on stage. And halfway through a bit, I got caught in a mental cycle. I couldn't end the story. Uh, uh, 
like the characters in the story I was trying to tell started talking to each other and I couldn't leave. <laughs> and the whole time I'm looking back at Pam like, you motherfucker. <laughs> them Rice Krispies had some shit in them. <laughs> Little table right there, like a table of Rice Krispies. That was, that was, that was wicked, man. I, I think I did an HBO special in my mind, but it was 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, what what the hell is going on, man? I don't know all this sexual assault shit happening. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Neil deGrasse Tyson got caught up in that. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, yeah. While he was uh, while he was uh, at, uni- at Cornell or University of Texas, I forget which one. Yeah, man. I'm like nerds are raping too now. Like, <laughs> like Neil deGrasse Tyson is Mike deGrasse Tyson now. <laughs> 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 Pluto's a planet, not a planetoid, motherfucker. <laughs> Call Pluto a planet again. Call it a planet. I will whoop your monkey ass. <laughs> the planetoid. I just think that would be the worst thing in the world to put Mike deGrasse Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson on the on the witness stand because he'll kill you. You can't put him on there. So, uh, uh, Dr. Tyson, uh, so where were you on the, um, the evening of the alleged assault? What is time? <laughs> there are multiple, all right, you know what, nigga, get the fuck off the tape. You know what, you're fine, just get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't understand physics. Get out! Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love that dude, I wish that was my advisor. I really did. Uh, I, you know, I, I spent. I went to undergrad and grad school, and uh, yeah, I was the only black person there. Uh, so, no, nah, don't don't clap for that. That's a, <laughs> it's it's horrible. I mean, like, I, I mean, I could imagine myself having Neil deGrasse Tyson as an advisor. Like, yeah, man, that's a great paper, man. Let's get some pussy. <laughs> he used to wrestle. That's that's a pussy getting dude. Like he knew yeah, anyway. Like. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just saying. It's. I, I just think we just need to listen to women more. You know, as as much as we can. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pandering here. I'm just saying. You know, they're half of the population. They might know some shit. You know, the funny thing about Trump is, like, I used to. Uh, when I was out here, I used to. Uh, I used to hang out at the the Phoenix Bar. I used to go to. Um, uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of dive bars on Polk Street I used to go to. And, like, Trump sounds like that drunk dude that's sitting next to you that's, like, telling you shit. And at one point he tells you some part of the story. You just you gotta look at him and be like, nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I was, I was a Navy SEAL and, I, you know, I, I shot Bin Laden. All right, nigga, you know what? <laughs> You know, like, that's what he, that's what this country needs. We we just need some dude to stand next to Trump at the podium. So when he starts saying shit like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna run in there and save those kids," nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> just one of this one time, just one person do that one time. <laughs> you can't even run, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck you? <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> You scared? You need help to get on a golf cart, motherfucker. Where you? I mean, don't let your drink buddies get to the point where they start saying shit like that. Oh yeah, you know, you, you know I fuck Britney Spears, right? Come on, nigga. really? <laughs> Shit's out of control. Just, just don't let it get to that point. 
That's what happened to Trump. Like, he spent his entire life doing shit, like, saying shit like that, and nobody checked him. You know who Trump would be if he didn't have money? Trump would be that dude that you see getting arrested at Safeway for trying to steal a watermelon by sticking it under his shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thinking nobody would notice. <laughs> and they just got him, like, in a handcuff, you know, to the bike, handcuffed to, like, the, the bike locks. Like, yo, you really thought you could do that? <laughs> Just stick a watermelon under your t-shirt, <laughs> Just walk out of here like that? That's the mentality, but he has money, so everybody just kind of looks the other way, you know what I mean? So it's, oh man, but uh, he, he's got some, some bad bras though, oh man. Oh man, that, that, that Stormy Daniels shit, man, oh. Oh my God, I, I love that, because I was, I was uh, able to watch titties at work. <laughs> And then when they looked at my, my profile, I was like, no, I'm looking at Yahoo News, man. <laughs> I'm not looking at porn. This is Yahoo News. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, that's, that's just terrible. And the funny thing is, like, they have he hella headshots of Stormy Daniels, just her head. But with every news story, they cut from here to start here. <laughs> Next on the news, titties. Like, <laughs> that might as well just be the banner, titties. Like, it's not even a... Man, all right. Uh, one, one, one other thing, you know, that shit about him, like, running in there, you know, saving those kids. He, to us, it sounds stupid, but you got to realize the people that voted for Trump, those dudes that buy AR-15s, they have the same fantasies. They believe that, too. Like, it sounds stupid to us. Like, oh, come on. You a 70-year-old fat motherfucker. You ain't gonna run in there. But those fat motherfuckers buying AR-15s, they believe that. <laughs> they really think that they can do some Rambo Chuck Norris shit <laughs> at the drive-thru. Like, <laughs> like, hold on one second. Let me get my comfortable shoes on. One second. Like, <laughs> oh. My family's in Florida, so I see these people all the time, man. For real. For real. My brother teaches high school in Florida. They take him out of school to go hunting. That's a legitimate excuse to leave school, to go hunting. They, they, uh, it's, I know white people, y'all gotta, y'all gotta fix this shit, man. I mean, this is, this is a white problem. This is not, we not out there, you know, like if a nigga gets shot, it's for a reason. <laughs> y'all you know, just out there just spraying people. Look, I mean, <laughs> oh, the ghost is back. Now, yo, yo, this is a white problem. Y'all got to figure out how to not, like, how to deal with people, you know? Just, if you, if you mad at somebody, you know, clown them. Like, that's what we do, you know? <laughs> you know, don't show up and start spraying the place down. I don't, I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't solve, that doesn't solve anything. Your, your ego is not going to be spared. Because you're going to go to prison full of black dudes who are going to talk shit about you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you might as well figure out how to figure that shit out on the playground, man. Just, man, when I came to, when I came to high school in Oakland, they made fun of me all the time because I had an accent. I was, you know, I had a big Caribbean accent, you know, and people were like, well, what's wrong? What is your accent now? It's like, because I don't want to be clowned and I'll be taken seriously. Like, you can't, you can't walk around with a Caribbean accent in a black community and not get fucked with. Like, like, you know what, you wouldn't even do that now. Like, if, if you go to your doctor right now and he comes out of the office with, like, a look on his face, like, It's diabetes, man! <laughs> <laughs> you know 
You know what I mean? You'd be like, uh, you know, that sounds terrible, but uh, it, it sounds pretty festive. Under the sea. You know what I mean? So you got to fix that up, man. You got to clean it up. Man, I, I had this one cat I went to high school with. His name was Dietrich. Uh, Dietrich. Uh, Dietrich had a... Uh, I was 15 years old, came to America, 15 years old at a Catholic high school in Trinidad. Dietrich was a grown-ass man. That dude, he had a job. Dietrich had a car. Dietrich had children, okay? <laughs> Dripping Jericho juice on my homework. I love that cat. I got to find Dietrich. All right, I got to go, guys. My name is Kevin Monroe. Give it up for your host one more time. The Portland Monster. What up, Kevin Monroe, everybody? Hell yeah, man. Round of applause, man. You guys are fucking doing awesome. We're, we only got one more comic, and then we'll get the fuck up out of here. I had, like, one thing. I was like, oh, yeah, the fuck the NRA, right? Fuck the NRA, right? Uh, but come to find out, they get a lot of discounts, right? They're getting a lot of discounts. Now, nah, I don't own a gun, but I'm just saying... If a 22 is going to save me $20 at Jiffy Lube, man, I'm just saying, man. I could see. Arm the janitors, that's what I say. Arm the fucking janitors because they always live, right? You ever hear of a janitor getting shot during a fucking... You never hear about the janitor getting shot, man. You never. They're always... I don't know what the fuck they're doing during the fucking mass shootings because they're never getting shot. Those motherfuckers. What the fuck, man? I feel like like the the Navy should like train them like on some and make them like a special I don't know, SEAL team 6 period. That's 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 what all that was about right there. That last line, that's what all that was about. That's it right there. This is the third time I do it and no one laughs, but you know what? Fuck it. San Francisco, what's up, man? Hey, you you ever heard that song uh uh, the CZ Top song, all the girls crazy about a sharp dress, man. Well, your next comic, man, is probably the sharpest dress man in here tonight. Uh, he's from Portland, man. He's very funny. Give it up for Isaac Pendergrass. Don't right. seen, and you know that I'm busting. Trying to send shots, but I know that you coming. And I try to call your phone, but I know that you stunning. Sending all the niggas at the crib. How the fuck did I get here? <laughs> Everybody is high. Yeah, me me and this guy look like we just uh, were on our way to our barbershop quartet practice. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but but my my dad used to smoke a little herb late at night when he thought I was asleep. So right now it really feels like home. So just want you to know that. Uh, but but uh, a couple weeks ago I was I drove down to a uh, Walmart in Woodburn, Oregon. N not because I hate myself. No, it's uh, it's because I wanted to get a little taste of what it would be like if the South actually did rise again, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I, I was not disappointed. I don't know if you guys have it here, but in Portland, we have guys with uh, Confederate flags on their Jeeps. Yeah, it pro probably wouldn't work here. Um, <laughs> it, it works in Portland, though, but I think that's, I think that's where they come from, that, that Walmart. Um, <laughs> they, were, they were all there. They were all there. Uh, but while I was there, uh, a couple spaces down from me, there was this couple, and they were they were really going at it. I mean, it was, it was really heavy. Uh, 
Judging from the events unfolding before me, uh, sex was imminent. Yeah. Uh, and that, that really upset me because I had my kids in the back seat and I couldn't really watch it the way I wanted to, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That joke works better in Portland. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, um, I, like I said, I have two kids and they are getting older, which apparently is a minimum bar you have to clear in order to be a good parent. Yeah. The kids need to be getting older. You guys don't agree? No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, I'm trying to be a good dad, but it's getting interesting. Uh, just the other day, my daughter came into the room and she was trying to explain to me how her little brother's Paw Patrol episodes have gotten so much more mature, so much so that she can now sit down and watch them with him. And it was in that moment that I realized that you can love your kids with all your heart and still not give a shit about what they're talking about, <laughs> you know? That was a very freeing moment for me, you know? I knew I, knew I could do it with my wife, but I, <laughs> I, I hadn't discovered that it worked for the kids yet. Um, man, I wasted seven years on that kid. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, and again, like I said, it's, it's getting interesting, uh, challenging. Again, my daughter, a couple weeks ago, I found out that her favorite artist is R. Kelly. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys understand? Wait, wait. Not, not bump and grind, R. Kelly. Uh, I'm talking about. I believe I can fly, R. Kelly. All right. I'm a good parent, guys. Come on, <laughs> give me some credit. <laughs> uh, un unfortunately, both of those R. Kellys like to piss on children. Um, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and my son, my son, he's a he's a a, a fan of the police. Yeah, no, not Sting. No. Not Sting, the, the actual police. And sometimes we're driving around and I'll see the cops and I'm like, oh shit, it's the cops. And his head will pop up in the backseat and be like, where, dad? And then other times he'll see him first. He's like, it's the cops, dad. And I'm like, oh shit. But, but you know, at least, at least there's two of us looking for him, you know? Yeah. I feel safer. <laughs> All right, so how's everybody doing tonight? All right. Give it up for Pedro one time. Yeah. Um, how's everybody doing with uh, Trump? Trump, no? Not, not so good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin, I got you. <laughs> nah. Nah, I, uh, I do, due to our current reality, I've been watching a lot of horror movies to relax, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Say, have you ever noticed that every haunted house movie is essentially about two white families fighting over real estate? You know? You notice? You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, but, but the thing is, one of those white families is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Can you comprehend the level of privilege in that premise? Anybody? Yeah? Oh, he got, he got that right away. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but... um. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, man. It's really disgusting. Um, well, I I don't think you guys heard me. There's a there's a dead white family that thinks it has the rights to live in a house that's just been bought by another white family. Mm -hmm. And and if that's not bad enough, there's a living white family who's in fear of being murdered by said dead white family, and they're thinking, eh, we can make this work. Yeah, every single movie. 
And and the the living white family does everything to get the dead white family to move out. Everything. Sometimes they bring in Native Americans to do chants. <laughs> Sometimes holy water, crosses, priests, everything. I'm I'm just a little disappointed that they never moved a black family in next door. You know. <laughs> really? Is that what I get for that? That's <laughs> I think I think that deserved better. <laughs> No, but I think we know why they didn't do that, right? Yeah, they, they both have to move out, right? Yeah, all right. All right, all right okay, but let me be clear. Uh, my wife hates that joke, so I want, I want to get it clear that uh, the black family is an upstanding black family, and they will bring the property value up in that neighborhood, okay? All right. The ghosts are racist, all right? <laughs> ah. All right. Um, you know, say what you will about the Trump administration. Uh, they, okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they, they are doing things that I never thought were possible. I mean, they've created something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And that's uh, sad white people. Yeah. <laughs> you guys seen them? You seen them? I mean, Facebook's full of them. Portland's full of them. Uh, San Francisco's got to be full of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a friend of mine, a white friend, called me up just after the election, and he said, uh, Isaac, I am, I'm feeling a feeling, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was sad. Um, he said, I, I, I think it may be oppression. Yeah. Oppression. <laughs> I calmed it down a bit. I was like, no, nah, it's uh I think what you're experiencing right now is what most uh, most other races refer to as sadness. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from that. <laughs> Got a lot of sad white people in here tonight. Uh, all right, uh, so you probably you guys probably gather that I am from the South. No. Well, okay, good. <laughs> so I'd, I'd like to make a little fun of the South, just just a little bit. Um, uh, did, did you guys hear about the brain-eating amoeba in Georgia? No? Uh, you, one person? Uh, well, it's okay if you didn't hear about it. It went by really quickly. Apparently, there wasn't enough uh, food there for it. No? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you. That's a, that's a dumb Georgia joke. <laughs> Uh, also, in my hometown of South Carolina, um, uh, the officials there uh, busted up a child sex ring. Uh, it was a child sex thing. They busted it up. I, I went online and looked at the mugshots, and there were about 25 perpetrators in total. There were about nine black guys, and the rest were all white guys. And I, I just thought it was really nice that there was something that could bring us together like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I always knew it would be the children, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Yeah, you don't like that, do you? <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, yeah, that's a terrible joke. It's a, I get it. I know it's a, it's a, it's a terrible joke, but I, I want to be real with you. Um, the reason why I look at the mugshots, I told you that I'm from South Carolina, um, and I don't get to make it home very often. So sometimes I just hope that just maybe I'll see a family member. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
All right, guys, I think that is my time. Thank you very much. That's it. Give it up for Isaac Pendergrass, Kevin Monroe, Jay Wook from Sacramento, Kevin Paniagua. I've been your host, Pedro Andrade. Thank you so much. Hey, stick around for the next show, Only Girls Allowed. Uh, it's going to be dope, so y'all know what to do. Good night. It's a mission. It's a mission. And they start chasing us. Trying to Trying to Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon. With Bow and Arrow presents Dark Side of the Circus. A psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's Ignition sequence starts. It's 12 o'clock. It's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. My co-host, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is having def- technical difficulties and is not here yet. That's okay. The stream is back up. That's very exciting. Things are working. There's magic in the air. Thank you, Richard Kiss, for being amazing. And I don't know what you did or how you did it, but you sure did. And it worked out here at Mutiny Radio. So, everything's going to be okay, as they say. If you're listening to the AltaCast, it's the loosely-based socialist news program going through current events and the whatnot. 
sometimes making up songs. That's it's been a while since we've done a hot dirty pee in the sheriff, sadly. Um Yeah, anybody else having a hard time with the heat? Oh, it's so hot. It's actually it's not that bad. It's nice for it to be summertime for one of the first times in a long time here in San Francisco. I like it. I don't have a problem with it. It's like uh getting too close to the sun. Everyone's scared. Oh, it's so I can't. It's fine. We're all people are short-tempered on the road. Things are difficult. Things seem to be breaking. I'm wondering if Mercury's in retrograde or if some weird shit is going on. Communication breakdowns all over the place. Is it due to the heat? Who knows? Uh, Do humans blame all kinds of dumb shit on whatever they want to blame it on? Hell yeah! Uh, It's been a scary week. It always is. Every time. This week was specifically scary only because... The stream was down and nobody let me know about it for a while and I was like, like really? 13 shows had shows and none of you checked the stream? <sighs> My disappointment in people is, I mean, I don't know. I just, I wish people wrote things down or remembered things or took responsibility for stuff, but it's okay. I live in San Francisco. It's, you don't have to grow up here. I saw a sign that said that, and I enjoyed that, because it's like, you don't have to grow up here, meaning you can come here, and people are still nice, well, not anymore, but then, you don't have to grow up, meaning you can Peter Pan yourself forever. Um, Let's do the old trick Trump is, and we'll see what comes up. They've got to be, the the internet knows who I am, because it's saying Trump is, and then we've got an idiot, a moron, awesome, stupid, is a racist. Wow. Wow. I mean, is that, that's the gestalt right now, I guess, the general feeling of all people about what's happening with our world. This is fun. Here are 13 examples of 45 being racist. This was updated. This is even, this is old. This is so old. And it still is um, funny and poignant today. He claims to have a great relationship with blacks, which is totally something a normal person would say. Uh, 45 may have failed to disavow the Ku Klux Klan in late February 2016, but it'll have you know he's not a racist. In fact, he claims to be the least racist person you've ever met. And last summer, he pulled out the old standby about not having a racist bone in his body. But he hasn't given us a lot of reason to believe that. In fact, despite despite Trump's protest to the contrary, he has a long history of saying and doing racist things. It's not really surprising that he won the support and praise of the country's white supremacists. Here's a running list of some of the most glaringly racist things associated with 45. We'll be adding to it soon. Uh, He attacked Muslim Gold Star parents. Trump's retaliation against the parents of a Muslim U.S. Army officer who died while serving the Iraq war was a clear low point in a campaign full of hateful rhetoric. Kazir Khan, the father of late Army Captain Human Khan, spoke out against Trump's bigoted rhetoric and disregard for civil liberties at the Democratic National Convention. It quickly became the most memorable moment of the convention. 
let me ask you, have you ever read the U.S. Constitution? Khan asked Trump before pulling a copy of the document from his jacket pocket, holding it up. I will gladly lend you my copy. Khan's wife, Ghazal Khan, who wears a Muslim headscarf, a hijab, stood at his side during the speech but did not speak. In response to the devastating speech, Trump seized on Ghazala Khan's silence to insinuate that she was forbidden from speaking due to the country couple's Islamic faith. If you look at his wife, she was just standing there. She had nothing to say. She probably maybe wasn't allowed to have anything to say, you tell me, Trump said in an interview with ABC News. That's so funny because he has third wife eyes down. Speaking of not speaking, Melania, say something, sweetheart. Show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay. It's hard with all that Botox, I'm sure. She's just so pretty when she frowns. Gazala Khan explained in an op-ed in Washington Post that she could not speak because of the grief of her son. Walking onto the convention stage with a huge picture of my son behind me, I could hardly control myself. What mother could? She wrote, Donald Trump has children whom he loves. Does he really need to wonder why I did not speak? He claimed a judge was biased because he's a Mexican. Uh, this is all old, too. In May, Trump implied that Gazan... Gonzalo Curiel, the federal judge presiding over a class action against a for-profit Trump University, could not fairly hear the case because of his Mexican heritage. He's a Mexican, Trump told CNN of Curiel. We're building a wall between here and Mexico. The answer is, is he giving us very unfair rulings, rulings that people can't even believe. He's such a jerk. Curiel, it should be noted, is an American citizen who was born in Indiana. And as a prosecutor in the late 1990s, went after Mexican drug cartels, making him a target for assassination by a Tijuana drug lord. Even Trump's own party slammed the racist remarks. Claiming a person can't do their job because of their race was sort of like the textbook definition of a racist comment, <laughs> House Speaker Paul Ryan said in reaction to his comments, although he clarified that he still endorses the nominee. Oof. The comments against Curiel didn't sit well with the American public either. According to a YouGov poll released in June, 51% of those surveyed agreed that Trump's comments were not only wrong but also racist. 57% of Americans think Trump was wrong to complain against the judge. Well, 20% still think he was right to do so. When asked whether he would trust a Muslim judge in light of his proposed restriction on Muslim immigration, Trump suggested that such a judge might not be fair to him either. Wow. Wow. Well, here's the thing. Presiding over a class action suit for the for-profit Trump University, the non-university, the completely not accredited university that just stole people's money. No? Does anybody remember that? That he just, they would have, oh, go, go to this, spend $1,000 and go to this seminar. Well, then you have to buy these books and go to this next seminar grouping. And the curriculum, the curriculum was taught by people that were selling timeshares. Buy in, buy more, buy more education, and you aren't getting any education. Of course there was a class action suit against him. Of course. It has nothing to do with anybody being Mexican. God, why does he hate Mexicans so much? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I love Mexico. Has he ever been to Mexico? It's the best. People are so nice. Speaking of so nice, here at Mutiny Radio, we have the art of Amanda Rocks up right now, and it is amazing. It's these bunny men and squirrels and 
like dead unicorns and lighting ga- I mean it's great there's like an actual gas lighting picture where the bunny is throwing gas on a karaoke van that has a, a the head of a unicorn on a microphone it's and then it's just great it's so good one of them says hope and there's a dead bunny uh, in the ground it's feelings there's a it's anyways it's really great come by and look at it here more racist things the Justice Department sued his country, his company twice for not renting to black people. When Trump was serving as president of his family's real estate company, the Trump Management Corporation, in 1973, the Justice Department sued the company for alleged racial discrimination against black people looking to rent apartments in Brooklyn's Queens and Staten Island. The lawsuit charged that the company quoted different rental terms and conditions to black rental candidates than it did to white rental candidates, and that the country lied, or the company lied. I keep using the words country and company and switching them, and it's sort of funny because he sort of is the CEO of the country right now, and it's, as a company, as a country, he's making it racist, and it's fucked up. Uh, And the company lied to black applicants about apartments not being available. Trump called those accusations absolutely ridiculous and sued the Justice Department for $100 million in damages and defamation. Hey! Oh, you look great even though you, you have a sad face on your face. I was just going through an old article about um, 13 examples of Donald Trump being racist and uh, just brought it back to 1973 when the Justice Department sued him, his company for the housing. Yeah. Um, yeah, without admitting, without, he said it was absolutely ridiculous. Without admitting wrongdoing, the Trump Management Corporation settled the original lawsuit two years later and promised not to discriminate against black people, Puerto Ricans, or other minorities. Trump also agreed to send weekly vacancy lists for his 1,500 apartments to the New York Urban League, a civil rights group, and allowed the NYUL to present qualified applicants for vacancies in certain Trump properties. Just three years after that, the Justice Department sued the Trump Management Corporation again for allegedly discriminating against black applicants by telling them apartments weren't available. Yeah, so he has not liked colored people since. Yeah, he's, um, I think he might be one of the people that still uses the term colored people. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the thing that might be happening. You yeah. know, what's funny is um, I just got out of my lift and the guy was asking me, so where are you off to? I'm t- talking to him about the podcast. Yeah. And I tell him what we talk about. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't pay attention to politics. I'm like, brother, you should. He's like, yeah, you know, there's been some people that came into my lift that said 45 is like the greatest president. What? And I'm like, I, I, and I missed my moment to say, well, those people are racist. But I was so frustrated about something else personally going on uh. in my life. Um, that was just it was like I'm like wait a minute did he say that he has people that say oh lordy people with money have a tendency to be more racist I think just white people well and I I, I, again I think it has to do with I think it has to do with class and I think that there are a lot of a lot of poor white people there too that that, still are racist but the thing is here's the, the stupid thing about and I'm talking to the poor white folks out there now you're voting your hatred so much that you'd rather be in the poorhouse. Right. You like you're voting against your own interests. Right. Like your hate is so like you but really why think why hate? What why do people get so angry? Why would you hate that much to be broke? 
Right. I mean, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, sense. you would rather suffer because you have this much hate in your heart. For, but we're all Americans. It's like, how do we how do we find a common ground? Like, I get it. I get it. People, I, I think a lot of the Bible Belt and a lot, they have some serious hate in their heart for yeah. my, me abortion, for the for me, the lady who's like a feminist and they're like, oh, feminism, that's gross. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? And they think abortion is dirty and wrong. And I'm like, no, it's not. But so... When can we all agree, like, well, we're all Americans, or we all, we all believe in this Constitution thing, or we're all human, or we're all, like, I, I just I, feel I, like, when's I, it going to stop? I don't, I don't know, and that's the sad thing. And the thing is, you have so many, you know, platforms now that will give you, that that have, like, you know, that don't platforms tell you the news. Platforms for hate. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Like, you, it, it, no, you're absolutely right. You have people out there still that, you know, the internet is a very fun, fascinating thing where people will find things on YouTube and other websites. And the incels, they're gross. Yeah. They're gross. Like, I didn't know what an incel was I until, like, until a couple years ago. Yeah, and, I didn't know that they existed. I didn't know And it's know they something were that started, I think. Dudes. Yeah. But you remember we read Long up about women? that? Yes. Yeah. 